Is there any other position in sports so critical that it could jumpstart or end your career? Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. Stream the show on the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speaker. Turn it up! Turn it up! Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? Don't hang up, please. I- From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Hey, kids, welcome to your lunch hour. Ken LaVica, Chris Kokel, and a Wednesday appearance from Joe Rigotti, making sure that things run smoothly here on Ken LaVica Live. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate it, download it every day after our show. Kokel, you actually provided something that was valuable for one of the rare instances uh, in the 13 days that uh, we have been together doing this program. And for I that, I appreciate it. You did. Uh, you me. You sparked my imagination. You got my brain juices flowing. You came in today and you said, it is amazing how much pressure there is on first-year coaches to get the quarterback position right, to especially when they're drafting a quarterback going into their first year as a head coach. Like, that's their career right there. Their existence, their mere existence as a head coach with that NFL team is contingent solely on a 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old who's never taken a professional snap. And you are absolutely right. And this year, maybe more than others, has more coaches that are going to feel that type of pressure, including established guys who have known nothing but success in the head coaching realm. And uh, you look at, at Jacksonville, and I'm going to ignore the fact that you just tried to stuff half of a cookie in your mouth because you didn't think I was going to have you speak right away. This is, I mean, this is embarrassing. What? This is absolutely embarrassing. We started the show, and you decided you're going to keep eating the cookie. I wasn't done with it. What am I just going to let the cookie sit there? It's a peanut butter mm-hmm. cookie. Thank you, Manzos. And it was a peanut butter cookie, too. Like, there's chocolate chip. There's double, double chocolate chip out there, and you chose a peanut butter cookie. I was hoping nobody you were does, allergic. No, nobody does that. Nobody, nobody not, that's not psychotic does that. If you were allergic to peanut butter, you would have had to leave. And then I'm hosting the show. I, you can't seem to get that through your head as I want this to be my show. Can you answer me something? This is important. Before we get back to I was I started trying to compliment you because you presented an atopic for us. And it was awesome. It was great. But you have completely thrown that out the window with, with answer this, please. Mm-hmm. Why did you feel it was a good idea? 90 seconds into the show, when I'm clearly about to go to you for input on a topic that you contributed, why did you think it was a good idea to kill not a little tiny piece, but the entire final half of the cookie that you had in here? I don't know if you know this about yourself, but you're a little bit of a gas bag, so I figured I had time to get the cookie in. I mean, what? If you have a, I'm, I'm legitimately annoyed. If you have a cookie next to you, what are you just supposed to wait? I'm going to wait till yes. the break? You yes. don't break until 12.20 because we get off clock. And then I have the cookie stale or it's old and I'm not in the mood. 
Plus, you know when you already start eating a cookie and you have like the cookie taste, like I'm still tasting cookie, I might go grab another one because that taste is still in the back of my teeth and now I want more cookie. So until I wash it out with water or forget that the cookie's there, I want to keep eating cookies. So I had already started the cookie. The legal hit early. Surprised it went on time. I was a little thrown off station running correctly. A little confused. And I had to have a cookie left. I had to finish it or else the whole segment we'd have been talking football and I would have been thinking about, man, how do I get more cookie in my mouth? Does still tasting the cookie on the back of your teeth make you want another cookie? 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. I've never heard of that before. According to Coquel, tasting the cookie on the back of your teeth oh, makes you want another mouth. cookie. Maybe not your teeth. Some people don't have teeth. I'm sure their tongue does more tasting than teeth. Does the residual taste of a cookie make you want to have another cookie? 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Genuinely curious because Coquel just derailed the show and uh, very pertinent NFL draft talk. Very good point he brought up. He derailed the whole thing because of his uh, cookie obsession. So if Robert Sala takes Zach Wilson and he's a bust, he's in trouble. Okay. We can Jets. get to that now. Good transition. Way to just bulldoze your way back into that with no, no transition whatsoever. So as I was saying cookie boy uh this year you've got the jaguars urban meyer you've got the jets with sala you've got the falcons with smith those are three coaches in the top four that are first year guys who are all in theory going to take quarterbacks and in the nfl like you've got to get that right especially as a first year coach if you don't you've got three years tops and you're gone you're done and I can't think of any other sport, Coquel, any other sport where there is one singular position that is so key that you have to get right in order to keep your job. I'm, I'm at a complete loss for it because I think in the NFL, in professional football, this is, this is elite territory. This is rare air. This is that one singular position. It's the most powerful position maybe in all of sports. And I don't think it has to be a first-year coach. I think if Kyle Shanahan takes Mac Jones or Trey Lance, and they don't work out. Gets it wrong. And Justin Fields is a pro bowler. Yep. He's, he's done so. Yeah. Is there any other more powerful position in sports than quarterback? Especially a- the early drafted quarterback. Yeah. Like, your job's over. Is there any more, more powerful position than quarterback, and especially young quarterback? You're exactly right. High-end, high-expectation, young quarterback, 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Because the Jaguars, like we know they're going with Trevor Lawrence, but Urban Meyer, he is going to be maybe, maybe a fourth year if Trevor Lawrence struggles in Jackson. He, he may be safe. This is the weird situation, though, where Trevor Lawrence is such the first pick that he has no choice but to take Trevor Lawrence so if Trevor Lawrence is a bust, it may not look at him. No, he'll still get fired. Yeah, actually, I, he ju- I just worked my way through that. He'll, he'd still. Get I fired. mean, I think it's pretty. Or he'll take a heart attack and leave. Urban, <laughs> uh, I knew that was coming. Uh, Urban Meyer. I mean, he took the job knowing that Trevor Lawrence was coming his way. Like that was at, at the time that he took the position. Like you knew that that was going to be Trevor Lawrence. The Jets. So Sala, Zach Wilson. That's and how much? How much input though does Robert Sala give into? Zach Wilson, or is that something that that Joe Douglas already said, this is our guy, and Salah said, okay. I don't know. That's a tough one because Salah being, again, a guy who's getting his first job, I don't think you go in there and then tell the GM and the owner, like, nope, this is what we're doing. I don't care what you want, especially if you're not an Urban Meyer. 
Urban Meyer comes with a little more cachet, a little more of a reputation where he, mm-hmm. he can at the he college level, sure, sure. Yeah, but it's just in the there's star power in to the him. meathead football world. Yeah, the no, name no Urban doubt. Meyer makes you think of something. Where I mean, if Wilson fails, I don't think it matters if he pushed for him or not. I think he's done. You know what I mean? I don't. I think he will be attached to him whether he put in the even if he tells the front office the whole time, take fields, take fields, take fields, and Woody Johnson says no, I want blonde haired, blue eyed Zach Wilson. That's what's yeah. going to happen. Salah's gone. You know what? It does seem like there is, yeah, there, there's more pressure on Salah and the Jets to get this right than, well, not more pressure to get it right, but there's more, there's less job security if your quarterback struggles with the Jets, if you're Salah, than Lawrence with the Jaguars. Yeah, for a couple of reasons. One, yeah, it's Trevor Lawrence, franchise guy, but also Urban Meyer's the known quantity. Urban Meyer is, he's got a lot of cachet. He has a lot of acumen that he's built up in that area, too, uh, up there in North Florida. And so Salah going in, uh, he's, he's, this is it. Like, that's, that's his meal ticket. If, and you also had other options. Uh, you were pegged into Trevor Lawrence if you're Urban Meyer. You're right. Salah has other options. Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and uh, that's where truly there was a decision to be made. What's crazy is Matt Rule in Carolina may have just bought himself more time. Because sure, because he says, oh, we got the scraps, or we got the reclamation project. We tried with Darnold. Uh-huh. Now after two years, if this fails, sure we draft did. one, and now I got a new clock for three years. You are right on for that. His his clock has not started yet, because they went, they got Teddy Bridgewater, then they bring in Sam Darnold, just to say, hey, maybe we can uh, kick the tires on this and get something out of Sam Darnold, then I look great. If not, let's go draft a quarterback. You're that's what exactly he does. Exactly. That's right. what he does. It, whether he waits the two years, or he feels like the, little, the seat get a little warm, it's his next year. All right, I'll have Darnold and the rookie, and then I play the rookie, yep. and I got three more years. I'm just th- in the NBA. This is the NBA is turned into. You need a wing. You need a scoring three. Best case scenario, uh, stretch four. Like that's what you're drafting now. You want someone who is six seven, six eight, who can score, who can handle those unicorns that are more and more common though now because that's where basketball is going. Yeah, you've got to get that right, but I don't think it's at the level of a quarterback uh, with with baseball. Uh, I don't know. What would be a, a similar position? Getting that hot left-hander that is a 20-game winner or that transcendent hitter that's going to live in the three or four spot in your lineup? Uh, you know, who a, a guy with a power hitter or a guy who's going to hit for average? Which one is it? That's why I think that the quarterback position, and maybe I'm missing something, but is the quarterback position the single most powerful position in all of sports Anywhere. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Uh, just looking at the draft order. So the Falcons are... Conventional wisdom would tell you that, yeah, they're in the market for a quarterback, but I suppose they don't have to go get a quarterback. They still have Matt Ryan. If you're Arthur Smith, and I'm just thinking about what Chris Coquel would do if he was head coach of the Falcons. Do you purposely not take a quarterback so that you can uh, buy yourself at yes. least the duration of your first contract? Or even you draft the quarterback but say, hey, we're going to play Matt Ryan for a couple of years, and then I start him, and then I start, so I have the but full five-year clock. Like, does yes. it work like that, though? If you draft a quarterback top five and then you shelve him, like does that that delays your clock your, start? Your clock doesn't start until the owner makes you start the quarterback. That's a, when, the, when the quarterback starts, like like Jordan Love, his clock hasn't started for the coaches in Green Bay. Okay. Like he has it. Le fleur. 
That clock has not started at all. It's when Jordan Love starts, then the clock will start. I mean, but I don't know Rogers. because that's I a think situation. I, I love too that we're starting your clock. Like that's such a stupid sports cliche. They start your clock. But I think Matt LaFleur's clock started when he didn't communicate to Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship last uh, championship game last year that they were going to kick a field goal and they messed up the third down play, uh, the second and third down play in their goal situation. His clock is started in that situation unless they get rid of Aaron Rodgers after next year and start Jordan Love and now he's got a three-year clock again. He's it resets. He turn, <laughs> you're just turn back the clock. No, you're you're just making up arbitrary clock settings. No, that's, now. T- that's a turn back the clock. That's what they call it. <laughs> oh man, oh, I love. I absolutely love that. But you definitely, if you're Arthur Smith, if Chris Kilkel was Arthur Smith, and you actually sort of resemble Arthur Smith uh, a, a little bit. Arthur New Smith Falcons sounds like coach. he should be the owner. Well, because you're thinking of Arthur Blank. Eh, yeah, probably. <laughs> But I, I do love Coquel now. Coquel is our clock-starting insider here on Ken LeVick Alive. If you have a question about whether or not a coach's clock has started, Chris Coquel is the man to go to. Hey, marriage, if- marriage. You have a kid, you restart the clock. and Your marriage yeah. is terrible for four years. Have a kid, restart the clock. <laughs> no, I don't think that's how that yes, works. you got another no, four years. Another kid is not a clock starter. Yes, it is. And if your marriage still stings and now you're fighting and you got a brat kid, Maybe the second kid would right. You get another four years. Have another kid. Restart right. your turn back has, the clock. Has your favorite coach or has your marriage's clock started or paused or turned back? Coquel is our clock insider. 888-760-3776. All clock questions go to Coquel. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Speaking of clock starting, Nick Sirianni. The head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles continues to play the hits. I mean, his introductory press conference wasn't enough. Uh, he, he has today gone out there, put himself out there again, and uh, he is already in that media market. This poor guy, he did not. I, it's like he's never researched Philadelphia He's before. running out the clock. He, like, he's already, he has not coached a game. He has not stepped on a sideline. And he's already running out the clock. But this, according to Adam Schefter, this was tweeted 30 minutes ago. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni declined today to name Jalen Hurts his starting quarterback and instead said it will be an open competition. So you go to the trouble of trading Carson Wentz, the whole drama, the soap opera that went with that. Carson Wentz wants out. Carson Wentz feels like nobody in the organization believes in him. They find a suitor. They send him to Indianapolis. Time for a fresh start. Uh, the, The clock had ended. Time had expired on Carson Wentz's time in Philadelphia. So young, hot shot from Indy, Nick Sirianni, offensive coordinator, Goes in to Philadelphia with Young, hot shot, showed a lot of signs quarterback Jalen Hurts, but then you should have seen the red flags when you heard the introductory press conference. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team, that we have a smart football team here, and I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're going we're gonna to know, we're going to have systems Uh-oh. in place that, are easier to learn, all right? Complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we when we can learn our system Ooh, and we can get good at our system, like then our talent can take over. Black Less thinking midnight. equals talent take over, but we need to have systems in place, and we will have systems in place to do. Oof, boy. 
That is Nick Sirianni, everybody. So today, he says, no, no, I don't have a quarterback one. I don't have a QB one. Jalen Hurts is in an open competition with Joe Flacco. Is this good coaching or is this terrible nonsense? 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. We'll get to that. I want to remind everybody we are giving you a chance today at right around 1245, your chance to join myself and Coquel. Next Thursday, 6 o'clock, Palm Beach Kennel Club, Paddock Restaurant. It is our NFL Draft Preview Show leading up to ESPN's coverage of the draft right here on ESPN 106.3. And today we're giving you a chance to hang out with us uh, at 6 o'clock. Palm Beach Kennel Club, Paddock Restaurant, that outstanding buffet. But not only that, we're giving you gambling vouchers as Mm. well. So uh, trust me. Daddy Ken, Daddy Coquel, we're looking out for you. Food, All right, food, food, food. Uh-huh. And and yes, yes, exactly. So at twelve forty-five, twelve forty-five, we're giving you a chance to play Know Your Draft and your chance to win. You and a guest? Is there a guest involved in this as well? Is there just one singular person? We'll have to get to the uh, higher-ups on that. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, throw out a text. Probably should have been in front of us, but that's all right. Uh, but we're giving you giving you a chance. We'll follow up with you on whether or not a guest is coming, but a chance to hang out with us next Thursday, 6 o'clock, Palm Beach Kennel Club, for their NFL draft party. But uh, to, to chill with Coquel and I, a special edition of Ken Levick Alive in the Paddock Restaurant. Again, that'll come around 1245. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. Oh, we're not done with Nick Sirianni yet. Oh, boy. Oh, the Eagles head coach just continues to say things. We have found we have found our head coaching mark in 2021 in the NFL. Coquel, this is now. Ken Levick Alive is a Nick Sirianni-based radio show, okay? We are all Eagles, more specifically, all Nick Sirianni all the time. And I'll tell you why in a moment. It's not just the fact that he refused to name Jalen Hurts QB1 today and opens up an entire offseason, an entire offseason of speculation and drama that he doesn't have to have because the other quarterback is Joe Flacco. But he also gave us a little insight into how he judges prospects' competitiveness as well. And I'll tell you about that in just a singular moment because I do want to uh, thank everybody at uh, West Palm Beach Kia. I rolled over there yesterday and uh, Mike and George, man, what a great experience that was. And uh, I, I, I went in there and car buying for me, it's not fun. I don't like it. It's not a great experience. Uh, went in and I found myself a beautiful, I mean, a beautiful blue Kia K5 GT. This thing is a beast. Yeah, you were texting me while you were there, and you seemed happy, and yeah. you're never happy. Just being there, you seemed happy. I know, and it's like me, never happy, me doing something I don't like, uh, looking for a car, and you're right. Like I w- it was awesome because it was quick, it was efficient, it was friendly, and I left there with a beast of a vehicle, and Mike and George, thank you so much. I mean, uh, it, it went from George... Uh, helping me test drive the car. We w- did that whole process. I went into Andrew. He got all the paperwork done. Five minutes, in and out. Signatures, bam, 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 bam. Out of there. So West Palm Beach Kia appreciates you. Go check them out on Military in West Palm Beach. That's West Palm Beach Kia. Um, all right. Nick Sirianni, 
who we already relived. You know, let's just hear it one more time. Let's relive his opening press conference, Coquel. Does that work? Yeah, I, I want to defend his not st- saying Jalen Hurts is number one, though, at some point. Okay, no, you can. You can. You are allowed the floor, uh, especially since you finished all your cookies. Uh, but, again, this is Nick Sirianni. It is introductory press conference where you think, uh-oh, Eagles fans, there might be some red flags here. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team, that we have a smart football team here. Good. And I know good. we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're gonna. Okay. We're gonna know. We're gonna have systems uh, in derailing. place Uh-oh. that are Uh-oh. easier to learn. All right. Complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against, or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we when we can learn our oh. system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Less thinking equals talent take over. But we need to <laughs> have systems in place, and we will have systems in place. That, that's our motto, too. Less thinking equals talent takeover. That's right. That's actually our motto here, uh, Ken Levicka yeah. Live featuring Coquel. I'm putting uh, it on shirts. Right, right, exactly. Um, those will that, be available. Uh, and so, oh, Sirianni's trying to Settle cut me down. off here. Take it easy, coach. Um, but uh, so, so today he refuses to name Jalen Hurts QB1. Says it's going to be an open competition between Hurts and presumably Joe Flacco, who's the only other quarterback, legitimate quarterback on the roster. Now, This is Nick Sirianni moments ago at this same press conference in Philadelphia talking about how he judges the competitiveness of prospects. You guys are wondering, I'll tell you, I think some of you guys are wondering, like, what game? We didn't go earth-shattering on these games, right? I played a couple of them at rock, paper, scissors, right? That was as easy as that. Rock, paper, scissors. Let's see how competitive you are. I'm competitive. I'm going to be talking trash to him. Did you talk trash back to me? Right? Um... Jeopardy. There's different ways to do it. It looks a lot of different ways, but our coaches got so creative with this. Like Jeff Stoutland, uh, Brian Johnson. All right, yeah. like Is rock, they, paper, they scissors creative? Like, they yeah. all did a great all right, job. So right? what uh, have we learned about Nick Sirianni? Uh, not, not a good first impression. Uh, also, uh, creates unnecessary drama for himself at the quarterback position. And it, don't, you don't have to share with the masses that you use rock, paper, scissors as a way to gauge the competitiveness of your players. You didn't need to do that. You did do that. You didn't need to do that. Crocal, what are we dealing here with Nick Sirianni? Because I have a feeling that this is not going to be the last time that we focus on things coming out of Nick Sirianni's mouth. What is he doing? Why is he doing this? Why in his first head coaching job is he trying to tank himself right away? What is happening? I wanted to defend him on the Jalen Hurts, you're not the number one guy. Because maybe he was thinking, like, I don't want my young quarterback to get complacent. So let me try to light a fire under his butt. But you also got to think if your young quarterback is going to get complacent in his first time ever mm-hmm. being a starter, there's bigger issues there. Yeah. And also, I watched Joe Flacco not move for the Jets. <laughs> yes. Stand in the pocket, catch a snap, and try to throw he, it sometimes. He is a literal stone. Yeah. Like he, he, he cannot move whatsoever. So I, I want to give him benefit of the doubt there. But then when he comes in and he tells us that he was. Def- <laughs> I can't even get it out. You can't even say it without laughing. He was judging prospects' <laughs> fire and competitiveness through rock, paper, scissors oh. and how his coaches did a great job making a Jeopardy game. I mean, you make Jeopardy games every other day for the home team. <laughs> like, yeah. he, the, Well, it's not that hard. It's not that creative. Trust me, okay? I And I'm going to go a little humble brag. Like, I have Jeff Stoutland's phone number, and I can only – and I've talked to him many times. He used to be the offensive line coach for the University of Miami – he had to be miserable during that process, <laughs> and he had to be faking it for his new head coach because that is just awful that they sat there and made him play Jeopardy. And you can tell he's so enthused he wants to tell the media members 
that the rest of the staff was probably like, yeah, this is a great idea. Oh, Cody. man. Like, he needs someone in his corner to be like, this is not not how it goes. What are Eagles fans thinking right now? 888-760-3776 is the number. 888-760-ESPN. I mean, what could Eagles fans possibly be thinking right now? Like, I thought it was going to be noteworthy enough. It was going to turn into Stephen A. and Max yelling at one another about the QB1 Jalen Hurts topic, and then he decides to volunteer the rock, paper, scissors. What is he thinking? Nick, you don't have to be... All right. We, we discussed this with Trevor Lawrence. When he said that, hey, I'm just not a guy who can manufacture a chip on shoulder. Like, that's just not me. And his dad saying, oh, he's not a do-all-it-takes-to-win-a-Super-Bowl kind of guy. Like, Dad, shut up. Dad, you didn't need to volunteer that. Trevor, you didn't need to volunteer that. I like that as Sports Talk Radio guy. Coquel, you like that as Sports Talk Radio guy because then we talk about it. But if I'm the Jaguars, I'm like, Jesus H. And if I'm the, the Eagles today, I'm like, Nick, Nick. You're just going to talk with print guys from now on, okay? We, you obviously can't be trusted in front of a camera. Yeah, like print guys who have been working with the Eagles for 20 <laughs> yeah, years and yeah, will protect yeah. you. Actually, Eagles employed writers. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only people e- that you e- can... E- Eagles.com. Eagles. <laughs> yes, exactly. Those are the reporters uh-huh. you will talk to, and that's how we'll get your message across. Oh, man, that guy is going to be great. Like, we, he, better, we better get every sound clip. Joe, your new assignment, even Wednesday, any day of the week, is to get sound from him because he's going to be gone in a year, yeah. and we're going to need this. I mean, we'll probably be gone in a year, I too. Mean, who, but. Is the, who am I, uh, Browns head coach, one year? Freddie Kitchens? Yeah, he has Freddie Kitchens written all over him. Like he, except that he actually like knows how to run an offense. Like I get that, but... like. I suppose, but he <laughs> he, he has the, he, he has the sensibilities, the media sensibilities of a Freddie Kitchens. He started this whole process with them making a big deal that he didn't have a suit for his interview, <laughs> and they still gave him the job. Uh, and they all showed up and said they thought it was like whoever's running the PR <laughs> machine too for the Eagles because they made that they volunteered that story that they all dressed down in tracksuits. To make yeah, him feel comfortable. What, what are we supposed to glean from that? Like, oh, how hardcore is that? He had a tracksuit on for his head coaching interview. Great. Yeah. like Cool. Uh, Nose to the grindstone? Is that what we're gleaning from And I'm a dude that? who's in, like, uh, we'll go behind the curtain. The important people here are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I wear khakis or, like, dress pants mm-hmm. and a polo on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But you see me here on a Wednesday in my normal gym shorts, Jensen Beach t-shirt, and right. flip-flops. Right. But if I had an interview with Steve Polizino, <laughs> the head of the company, like, I would not be in this outfit. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be bragging about it either. Right, right. Exactly. But Nick Sirianni, man, that guy is going to be absolute gold. Absolute gold. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Don't forget, we're giving you a chance. And uh, we did get uh, some clarification on the giveaway today. Know your draft. We are playing for a chance for you and a guest, you and a guest, to join myself and Coquel. At the Palm Beach Kennel Club, PBKC, the Paddock Restaurant. Next Thursday, doors open at 5. Coquel and I go on the air for Ken Levick Live Special Edition at 6. Their NFL draft party. We're giving away a chance for you and a guest to join us. This includes a $100 gambling voucher and a $50 tab. Food, drink, it's going to be a good time at the Palm Beach Kennel Club, PBKC, that paddock restaurant. And right around 1245, we're going to give you an opportunity to join Coquel and I. We're going to be doing this through Tuesday, Coquel, uh, today, Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. So you'll have chances to win, but you guys are going head-to-head in Know Your Draft right around 1245. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. We'll return, and Dana White, UFC president, 
That guy is infuriating. He has done it again. He has put foot in mouth. He just sounds dumb. What did he say? We'll tell you next. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. It's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like... Hey, Coquel. Yes, sir. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I win. Paper beats rock. Nothing beats trusty rock. Nope, paper does. I guess you're not competitive enough for Nick Sirianni, Eagles head coach. I thought I was invincible. Oh, Nick Sirianni. He is in for one hell of a ride in 2021. And again, this this radio show, Ken Levick Alive, is a Nick Sirianni radio show. I may be able to come back with Jeopardy if I do a good job and (laughs) the offensive line coach is Jeopardy. Then I can make the team. Uh, I've been sitting at the draft board, like the rankings. All right, he ran a (laughs) 4-4-40, but he really struggled the rock, paper, scissors. I'm trying to weigh that out. Like, which one weighs more? He forgot to give the answer in the form of a question. (laughs) Oh, forget his shuttle time. That cancels that out. (laughs) He is hurtling down our draft board. Woo, Eagles fans, you got a good one, and Nick Sirianni, he sure did. Um, uh, I I want to, again, remind you, NFL Draft Party, Palm Beach Kennel Club, Rapatic Restaurant, next Thursday, doors open at 5, Coquel and I on the air at 6, Ken Levick Alive, special edition, and about 10 minutes from now, we're going to give the number, give you a chance to win. Um, uh, you and a guest coming out, hanging with us, $100 gambling uh, voucher, $50 tab uh, at the Palm Beach Kennel Club, and I want to tell you and remind you that Ken Levick Alive is presented by the F. FAU MBA Sport Management Program, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Another success story, and there is a ton of them, but this is just one of the more recent. Ray Ellis, who played football at Florida Atlantic. I've known the man. I, I want to call him kid. He's a man. This is a guy who got his education, went on to get an MBA in sport management uh, at Florida Atlantic under Dr. Jim Reardon, and now he's been named the managing director for small cell technology at 5G. We're talking big time. We're talking big time success. We're talking big time cash. This is awesome. So congrats to Ray, but Ray is one of just the many the many success stories coming out of the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. This is your path to sports. I can't say it any more clearly, whether you're right out of college or a 40-something looking to change your career path. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Sign up now. Get all the information on summer semester courses and fall semester courses as well. Uh, so the UFC this Saturday is in Jacksonville, and they are full capacity, Coquel. Full capacity. No social distancing, no nothing. This is full capacity. Dana White, UFC, they wanted to be the first. They like being the first. They are, uh, well, the first to regularly be back at full capacity, and it starts Saturday. I was really excited because Dean Thomas, you can hear Josh Cohen and the home team three to five. It's not like we have that kind of star power between Josh and Dean and even Tina's star power rising, even though she's part of the other in your little poll. KLV we'll get to that. There's a reason I put that up. Just get on my level, okay? Um, he's going. He's going to this event. So we have someone on the inside there, but then this happened coming up, and now I'm a little bit worried about having an insider there. So Dana White joined Yahoo yesterday. Yes, oh, this, sorry. <laughs> no, the actual publication, uh, oh. Yahoo. And he had this to say about the UFC and what it did uh, in COVID pre- prevention and with its COVID protocols over the last year. Here's Dana White. 
the reality is we, we, we had to create a bubble that would be safe so that, first of all, athletes wouldn't end up with COVID and, and all these fights falling out. But the media was being so crazy about the whole COVID thing. You had to make the media feel safe. And I think that was where we were, you know, just as successful as keeping the fighters safe. Um, it, it, listen, in Jacksonville, it, this is, everything's opening up again. Even, even Vegas is going to be open, uh, you know, June 1st, but 100% in July, we're selling that thing out. This thing's going to be, you know, there's going to be some, some things that are set in place. We're still going to have a bubble for the athletes and, and, and things like that. But as far as the fans, you can wear a mask or not wear a mask. It's up to you. It's your decision. Oh, boy. There's a lot to unpack from that. But first and foremost, the media went crazy about this COVID thing. The evil media. Dun, dun, dun. Dana, like, we get it. We we know that it, the way your stances generally fall, you think that this is just the flu. Like, Dana White's a total COVID's the flu guy, right? Like, I, I think it's pretty clear that that's where he stands on this. The media went crazy over this COVID thing that killed 650,000 Americans to this point. It, if the media went crazy, it's because it was rightfully crazy. There was no reason but to have arenas full of people. Why even take that shot? Other than just trying to rise, he's trying to instigate a certain audience yeah. and, and get clicks. And it's like the dangerous environment our country is in still. Like, why rile people up just for attention? But, You're going to get your attention. Your base, if he just said no mask, those same people who liked the shot at the media would have been just as excited. You would have still got mm-hmm. the same push. There was literally no reason for Dana White to take but that shot. But it's because but the, the people in his company, did you hear him? They're staying in the bubble. Right. The athletes are staying in the bubble. Dean Thomas is going up today to get tested. Like, they're in the bubble, but the fans, no bubble because they don't care about the fans. Yep. The, the, the fans, and, and you caught the end, the fans can wear a mask, don't wear a mask. There's no, there's, there's no we're not going to oversee that. Do it, do whatever you want. And it's in Jacksonville. I think even without COVID, I'd want to wear a mask in Jacksonville, well, that armpit. You know, I don't, I don't understand why. It, the, the laziest thing to do in 2021 in this country And that's right, Dana, this is flat-out lazy. The laziest thing to do is say, the media, or the media, the media, the media said this, the media does this, the media is unfair, the media is not treating me correctly, the media, the media. It's so lazy. I mean, it's just so lazy. Instead of acknowledging that in this country, 600, close to 650,000 people have died, and I'm reading USA Today, and the idea of herd immunity... All medical experts in this country are throwing it off the window, meaning that it's the same people who think, oh, COVID, no big deal, or people are being crazy about COVID. It's those people, they're going to keep this from one day just going extinct, from no longer existing, because they're not going to get vaccinated. They think it's no big deal. They're the reason that every year, for the rest of our lives, most likely, we're going to have to get vaccination shots. That it's not going to be eradicated like polio. Not going to be eradicated like measles. It's their fault that that's going to continue to be the case 10, 15, 20 years from now. And all Dana White is doing is continuing to feed the meat. Feed the meat to the base. Feed the meat to his fans that say, yeah, Dana, go get him. It's the media's fault. So lazy. So lazy. Jeff Sirianni, huh? Nick. Nick. Sorry. Whatever. I don't know who Jeff Sirianni is. (laughs) Does he have a brother? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he uh... (laughs) a... Assistant offensive line coach. But UFC in Jacksonville. (laughs) UFC in Jacksonville this weekend, no fans. 
But instead, no, instead of fans, celebrating fans, or, or, no with, with fans, no masks, extra right. fans, no masks, extra germs. We're gonna bring all, not like hey, let's bring half back, half the fans back and say no mask. No, let's go full capacity and no mask. And Listen, they made a rule: you have to sneeze on the person next to you once around. <laughs> I'm fine with full capacity, like I am, and I'm fine with people making the decision to go there if they want to. Like it's not for me right now, but um, it's fine. And I think college football, NFL, it's going to be full capacity. I fully expect to walk into FAU Stadium in the fall as the play-by-play voice and see uh, and see full capacity, or at least that's going to be the expectation. But do you have to do you have to take shots and take jabs? Because there was nothing that Dana was led into where that 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 was suggesting that he should take a shot at the media. It wasn't oh, uh, Dana. A lot of people have said this. Media said this about you and how you handled COVID. It simply was, how are you going to keep people safe? And it launched him into the, well, the media went crazy. It doesn't have to be like that. But it's people like Dana White that continue to try to just incite and inflame and take shots when it's not necessary. It's guys like him. It's people like him that are the problem. Dana White is a part of the problem. He just is. You wonder why everything's so divisive? He's case in point why things are divisive. He, his personality, his inclination to just take shots and poke and prod, that is what's wrong. Okay? So he'll get what he wants on Saturday at the UFC. I assure you, the over-under on him talking about the media in the post-match, in the post-fight press conference, it's probably four. The over-under is four. I'll take the over. You'll take, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, the Vegas line would suggest you take the over. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. I'm Ken Lavica. He's Chris Coquel. Don't forget to subscribe to the Ken Lavica Live featuring Coquel podcast. You get it wherever, wherever your podcasts. You get your favorite podcast. You subscribe to it. You rate it. You listen to it. And so far, Coquel good news to report so far so good like people are subscribing people are listening it is there for you gift wrapped in a little petite package perfect perfect for you to just put in the pocket and listen to later the ken levick live featuring coquel podcast the great thing about the podcast is our show is 12 to 1 so you can either listen to it live at lunchtime or you can listen to it on your way home because we have it up before you leave work that's right it's up by two o'clock every single day usually by one some days by two but usually by one o'clock you'll get not just the full show, but we even put smaller size bites. If you only have a 15-minute commute, look at the titles, pick a segment, and run with that. It's because we do it for you. Right. We do it for you, the All fans. commercials are out of it. We take the commercials out. That's right. It literally just for... This is the one place where it's all content. And it's damn free. It is damn free. Even more of a reason to subscribe to it and listen to it every single day. We are a Nick Sirianni radio show. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. All right, we're giving you your chance to join us Thursday. Next Thursday, Palm Beach Kennel Club, 6 o'clock, a special edition of Ken LaVica Live in advance of night one of the NFL Draft will be at PBKC. The Paddock Restaurant for their NFL Draft Party. Santonio Holmes will be there. The Belgrade legend, Tone Time, the Steelers legend. Uh, it is your chance uh, right now to play Know Your Draft and your chance to win for you and a guest 
Uh, a trip out to PBKC next Thursday, $100 gambling voucher, $50 tab as well. And then once you're at PBKC, you have a chance to win tickets to the NFL draft next year in Vegas. Also, Steeler home games uh, next year. So this is big time. This is a big deal. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Uh, Coquel and I taking a little bit of a field trip uh, next Thursday, and we're going to again play, giving your chance now. Go ahead and call 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Your chance to win for you and a guest a trip to the Palm Beach Kennel Club uh, with that $100 gambling voucher and the $50 tab uh, as well. Uh, let's go out to Joe in Jupiter. Joe, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Joe. Hey, Ken, how's it going? Good, buddy. What's going on? Uh, I just wanted to comment because hearing that story about someone of high profile saying that COVID thing just just oh Dana White drove me nuts yeah yeah, yeah Dana White he yeah. doesn't have to he just doesn't go. have to use the inflammatory well the media just say hey we're opening it up to fans and you're welcome to use a mask if you want to and if you don't then we're okay with that and he'll take some blowback but why like why why the poking why the prodding it, it just uh, it makes absolutely. him sound I mean dumb. what this thing is what this thing has done to so many millions of families the past year I mean I got a wife and two kids at home that we have. It's changed our lives forever because I'm step one of being vaccinated. But we 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 don't we don't do what we used to do a year ago because I don't want my wife and two young children to, to, to have a chance to get the get the virus. And I mean, I don't know. It's just not something you want to say. I mean, you just yeah. it's. <laughs> It's serious. It's six hundred fifty thousand deaths plus more coming probably. Right. And that's, that's and I work for a large corporation here in Stewart. Yeah. And in, in, inside the building, if I own this corporation, I would mandatory. I would still say you need to wear a mask because they're dealing with customers. Yeah. And now outside, you know, I still see customers that have masks on, but. It's not enough, and I'm still going to wear a mask, even after my second shot. Yeah, so and, and That's my take. The, and I appreciate it, Joe. And the point you make about this being serious, like that's, that's the entire reason to even discuss it. Because comments like that, well, the media went crazy for this COVID thing, that immediately puts you in the box of you don't think it was a big deal. It, it was just sort of... A you're, nuisance. You're poo-pooing to the families of 600,000 yeah, people. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's not a nuisance. It is a legitimate, life-changing, major fatality event. And uh, it, I, I, I don't appreciate having my intelligence, uh, you know, questioned by, by Dana White. Like, he, he's talking like we, he thinks we're stupid. And I don't, I don't like that. He's I don't. Cu- he's cutting WWE promos with real life stuff. Mm-hmm, for that's sure. He, that's what he's doing. That's a great way to put it. Well, let's transition, Ken. You know what time it is? No, your <laughs> draft. No, your draft. Well done. 888-760-3776. We have a couple of contestants here going head to head. Go ahead, Joe, and uh, just uh, just tell me because you your handwriting is an absolute I abomination. Think it says Sean. Is it Sean in Port St. Lucie? Okay. Uh, Sean will bring him on. Sean in Port St. Lucie. Sean, uh, you're going to play Know Your Draft, okay? 
Sounds good. All right, I'm going to put you back on hold. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. <laughs> I just dumped Sean. We had two contests. Yeah, we have a couple. And we hung we up still have some open lines here. Joe, you handle the phones. My apologies. Joe's got their number. 888-760-3776. for Know Your Draft. And again, this is your opportunity. And this is not the only day we're doing this. We're doing this tomorrow and Friday and Monday. And Tuesday, all in advance of Thursday's NFL draft party you at the Palm Beach Town Club. You and a guest, not, just, not right. just for our show, like right. which is obviously that's the main attraction. The main Six attraction. o'clock, not San Antonio Holmes or anything, right? Like that's. Uh, but what we're doing is uh, we're giving you hundred dollar gambling voucher. We're giving you fifty dollar tab as well. And then there's the draft party after. Like in a room where you can see the draft from everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. It's, it's three jumbo screen TVs and 146 additional TVs. And just think, you're probably there with people who all love the NFL draft also, so you can take in the environment and talk to them and discuss. and like, Right. What, what, that's sort of, what's the draft all about? Right, There's exactly. Better. Ken, your phone is going to be filled with text messages from me. After we hang out there, and even after we go home discussing who got picked when the whole weekend, I don't, fifth round, sixth round, Ken, you're going to be knowing I, everything the Vikings. Oh, the Vikings going to take a guard? I don't know. That's really what's going to happen? Know your draft. Oh, man, this is not good. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. All right, Sean. Sean is, we have him locked in here. Uh, and then let's go ahead. We're going to find Sean a, uh, a competitor here as well, or are we just going to keep him... Uh, Let's go ahead and let, let Sean, uh, Joe, let's go ahead and let Sean uh, go ahead and uh, and compete here. Or do we have another participant for All right. All right. Sean, we're going to give you first go yep. at this as well. All right. Ready? Yep. Go, Keller, are you ready? I am ready to know your draft. This quarterback is Florida State's only number one overall pick ever. That'll be Jameis Winston. And that is correct. Well done to Sean in Port St. Lucie. Sean, uh, Thursday, don't make any plans. Next Thursday, Palm Beach Kennel Club, doors open at 5, Ken Levick alive at 6 o'clock. It'll be you and a guest, $100 gambling voucher, $50 tab, hanging out at Palm Beach Kennel Club, watching night one at the draft, okay? Sounds good. All right. Sean in Port St. Lucie is our winner. Again, we're doing this. We're going to end up doing this tomorrow and Friday and Monday and Tuesday. If you didn't get in, if you didn't get a chance to compete, you're going to get your opportunity. I feel better, though, because I can actually see the lines where people called in, and Sean in Port St. Lucie was number one. So despite our phone issues, number one ended up winning because if somehow it got dropped, I would have felt bad, but Sean won. Tomorrow, let's do it again. We'll get this worked out. We're going to get a call I, back tomorrow. I do want to head-to-head. I want to know, like Nick Sirianni, I want to know how competitive you people are. I thought okay? the answer was Charlie Ward. Did you really? No. Oh, okay. Way to ruin the joke. Did you know it was Jameis? I actually didn't think of Jameis. I was struggling. I was thinking of Ponder, but then I was like, he was not number one. But isn't that wild that that's the only number one pick ever in Florida State history? You would think that that, I thought Christian Ponder might be an answer. Okay, yeah. I, I was just trying to steamroll through that. But he, what was he picked? Like seventh, eighth? He was in the top ten. It's a good question. Joe, could you, uh, Joe Rigotti, could you look that up real quick? Just uh, when when was Ponder taken? Like and was, you know what's funny, though? He's not even the Ponder that comes to mind when I hear that name. I immediately go to his wife. I go to Sam Ponder immediately. Like, she's now the most notable Ponder. He's 12th. 12th. 12th over, okay. But it felt like one because I was like, why is he drafted? <laughs> and that's all I'll remember from that draft. Um. So I wanted to get to this. Before we wrap up the show, the PGA Tour is doing something kind of odd, and I'm not sure if I like it, and I think I don't like it. 
They're doing something called the Player Impact Program that's going to identify the 10 biggest needle movers in the sport, regardless of how they play, and then compensate them through a $40 million bonus pool. The player brings the most added value through fan and sponsor engagement, gets an extra $8 million. How are they determining this? How is the PGA Tour determining this? They're using five metrics. A player's popularity in Google search, Mm. a player's Nielsen brand exposure rating, a player's Q rating, that's their appeal to the masses. A player's MVP index rating, that's engagement on social media and digital channels. And a player's meltwater mentions, that's the frequency in which he generates coverage across media platforms. So you could have a guy who doesn't win at all, but he's just a complete clown. Like every single tournament, he decides if he misses the cut that he's going to dive into one of the lakes that's on a course. Or he's going to be a guy who uh, <laughs> purposely runs up and kicks guys' golf balls off the tee. <laughs> like, just sort of a golf clown. How much money are they going to get? Uh, $8 million will be top prize out of a pool of $40 million. One through ten get played, oh uh, get paid. Just walk up and punch, like punch people in the face. I was going to say. Not like Kepka because he's big. Like punch one of the smaller guys. Well, punch not Fowler. only not only is it going to be uh, Tiger Woods every year, even though he's banged up and he's not going to be playing and his career might be over. Tiger Woods is going to be the number one player. Do you have to be active, and do you have to be a male? Well, golfer? they didn't say. They didn't say Tiger Woods uh, is technically still active. I mean, Greg Norman could win. Then have you ever seen him in a bathing suit? <laughs> I have not. I'll take your word for He's it. He's named the Great White Shark for a reason. Let's just say that. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I think you do. <laughs> um, but that got me to thinking here at ESPN 106.3, who has the ability to move the needle most at ESPN 106.3? I think I have a shot now that you said I could jump in the water and kick people in the junk and move the needle because that's how I got on this show. Is it Josh Cohen? Is it Evan Cohen? Is it me? Or is it someone like Coquel? Or Christina Costanza. Or, Dean or Jeanette Thomas. Javier. Or Dean Thomas. Or JMP on ESPN West Palm tonight. Who, who, or is it Julian Zaldivar on Joe ESPN Deport, uh, on Deporte 760? Joe Rigani. Joe Rigani. Sam. Yeah. Download who, the podcast. Who moves the needle if most it gets posted. at ESPN West Palm? I actually have posted a poll on this on Twitter at KLV1063. That is my personal Twitter account. And don't forget to tweet the show at ESPN West Palm. But right now, early voting. Ken Levicka moves the needle most at you 47%. So on, they went to your followers. So You didn't even post it for the station It account? got retweeted by the station account. It doesn't matter. It's got your... Uh, talk about leading the witnesses. Is that the word? Leading the witness, the jury. Lead someone. What are you talking about? Walk the dog. About? You're telling everyone what to do. You're jo- putting your name on it. Josh Cohen right now coming in at 12%. Evan Cohen at 10% and other at 31%. So there you go, Coquel. You, you get you in on that You enjoy this other. lead because I, I, I think Evan's too intelligent of a person to get involved in our nonsense probably but if he retweets Hopefully. it his fouls you're done yeah you're that's done. all right but right now the early lead for this guy for me ken levicka but how's other doing the P- team other is ready the to pga tour is paying someone eight million dollars if they quote move the needle most of anyone on tour here at espn west palm i demand similar compensation if i move the needle I- most hey stephanie prince you hear that start getting the money together I think we should have her on tomorrow. She needs to decide. We need to discuss this. This is a big issue. I want this to be run like the PGA Tour. I move the needle. I want to know how I can make extra money because of that. I don't know. I I just put out a random tweet right now, and it's got a lot of retweets and a lot of impressions. Well, because you got a a retweet or a like from Lamar Jackson, right? 
Pretty I don't tweet. Do, I don't do likes. Come on, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's day is made. He's so he's so vain that Lamar Jackson retweeted him, and that's going to let him ride through the rest of the week. Nothing's going to bother him now. That's right, my son Connor. You are so pathetic. You are you are so team pathetic. other baby. Other, he's Coach Other. I'm Ken Lavica. Love you, Nick Sirianni. We'll be live tomorrow again. Other. ESPN 106.3.